Welcome to In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. And I'm glad to say that we had technical, well, glad to say we had technical issues. Um, we've managed to sort those out and now we're streaming live on Facebook Live. So Kishan Mubarak, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's an absolute pleasure to have you back on the game. And you are a legend. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but thanks for the invite. It's a, it's a real pleasure to, to attend. I think that's the, the third time we've with you guys. Uh, yeah, we have uh, we have uh, we have had a quite good moments on the last uh, two first podcasts, and um, and uh, thanks for your invitation uh, that came uh, recently. I, I couldn't help but get you on the on the show because you've you've gone through so much, and yeah. um, we can we can briefly touch on um, because you were going to do this around I, I think it was ninety seven um, kilometers that you were going to run with the the quest one. So we can briefly talk about the quest that you've done because I didn't get to speak to you after that, um, but that was amazing too, right? So what was yeah. that? Yeah, the the quest was uh, the quest was about uh, an ultra triathlon, uh, first time done in, in, in Qatar, and it consisted of um, of uh, it was a reverse actually triathlon, it consisted of running ninety kilometer on day one, uh, and then on day two uh, the team did. Um, uh, 225 kilometer cycling and uh, the day three uh, was uh, 100 kilometer cycling with uh, nine kilometer swimming so it's uh, it's the same format as the ultraman in hawaii where the championship uh, are taking place there and uh, we just uh, twist it with our um, uh, pinch of qatar uh, qatar test you know uh, running into the deserts uh, with these rocks uh, and the guys there, we were doing it as uh, three guys, individual, me, uh, Abdulaziz uh, Al-Tamimi, and uh, Abdullah Al-Kabi, uh, Qatari guys, uh, very famous in triathlon world here in Qatar. And uh, three of the guys, they were a relay team, one with us, uh, Hamis on the, on the, on the run, uh, Raber on the, on the cycling, and Fahad on the swimming. Uh, all of them, they were all, all these five guys were Qatari with me and uh, we did great because uh, we finished it and, uh, and it was quite an amazing experience last year. We did that in November 2019. Yeah, so we may do it again in 2021, maybe, we never know. So. A lot of people are going to say you're all crazy. It's like, but the one thing that I love about your group and it's a com camaraderie, it's like how you're all helping one another to achieve your goals. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. It's uh, I'm quite a, a wild uh, animal in the sense that uh, uh, I'm quite alone in my world stuff. But uh, uh, definitely, when we connect with uh, other guys and uh, other athletes, you know, in, in these games, and when the challenge is coming and it's uh, never been done, you know, <laughs> uh, there is always an excitement and connections are, are just made naturally. So, but yeah, community is here. Qatar community exists definitely, and. Uh, it's something that uh, we need to cherish and definitely uh, nourish with uh, all of all of our experience. You know, I have some experience over athletes have experience, and I strictly believe that if we all put in, in these things together, uh, it is going to it's going to grow. That's for sure. You know, so yeah. So can you before we get onto the next subject that we're going to talk about is is could you tell us what you exactly have to do for just one Ironman? What is it that you've got to do in a daily on a daily basis? Yeah. Uh, so Ironman distance triathlon are divided into two two formats. You have a one half Ironman, which is generally called the seventy point three, 
70.3 stands for miles, 70.3 miles, which is around 113 kilometers, and the full Ironman format, which is 140.6 miles. Uh, what I did is the half Ironman, uh, it consisted of the doing 1.9 kilometer uh, swimming, uh, followed by um, 90 kilometer cycling, 9-0, and then followed by 21.1 uh, kilometer running, which is a half uh, marathon. And uh, all these uh, three disciplines uh, in Qatar, of course, starting uh, the swim around uh, 9, 10 o'clock and exposing myself to the, to the heat, uh, extreme heat uh, to reach uh, a heat of about 54, 55 degrees on the cycling and then hit uh, the, the run with um, some humidity over there on the other side of the journey. So that's, uh, that's one day uh, triathlon that I was experimenting. Most recently. people, most people would have found it very difficult to have done one day. It, they train, they, they tra the, the amount of training, could you tell us what, just for one, the amount of training that people go through just to do one triathlon at uh, Ironman? Uh, one, uh, one, I remember my first 70.3 uh, uh, Ironman, I did that in 2016, I think, or 17. I trained uh, six months, uh, almost five to six months for it. Uh, and uh, it's about, uh, you know, going from... Uh, six to seven hours of training per, per week until 14 to 15, 17 hours of training per week, which consisted of maybe, uh, let's say six kilometers of swimming per week, uh, hours of cycling and uh, some significant block, you know, and uh, the, the goal is really to, to ramp up the training in, in, in terms of preparing the body Um, and not uh, making and making sure that still intact. You know, you, you are happy when you train, and uh, you are uh, you know you, you start uh, your your challenge or your race healthy and injury free. You know, that's really the key. You know, yeah. But it's so that kind of amount. Yeah. That's if you're doing one of these races. You went and done seven of these races consec in consecutive days. Did you realize? what you were going to be putting yourself through at the beginning? Um, I, after the quest, you know, the Qatar quest, the ITRA triathlon, I, I set up, uh, I'm always in, 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 in search, you know, of, of uh, new things to do, you know, for desert expedition, you know, going to some weird stuff. And uh, after the quest, I, I realized that uh, I, I've been exploring, you know, my mind into a, into a, uh, over over distance and things into my mind, opening up new windows and uh, thinking about new approach. And but uh, uh, the first time, uh, the first time I, I think uh, I thought about the quest was to do the quest in summer. That's uh, that was the original idea. And then uh, several factors came. Uh, many people should have been coming from all around the world that unfortunately did not happen. And uh, we finished to do it in November in Qatar last year. So I was always thinking that, damn, I really uh, miss this uh, heat, uh, heat factor into this triathlon game. So that's how I, I thought about the, the Epic 7 challenge, which is to do it into the heat. And uh, why seven? Because uh, five is fun, but seven is better, you know? So it's a week, you know? So I just said, uh, why not to do seven and see how it goes? I mean, 
you know, uh, I, I always thought that if I do four, five, and I collapse after five, uh, you know, that's 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 it's written like this. But uh, I was not uh, having any any uh, anything in my mind in the sense that I need to do this seven. You know, just set up a, set up set up a, a figure and um, walk around it and get your body ready, and that's it. It's it's all about uh, making no pressure on me. Okay, so you're you're at the beginning of the um, at the beginning of the challenge. What's going through your mind when you're doing your you're getting ready for the swim? What is it that's going through your mind, knowing you've got to go seven days? Uh, first of all, I trained for it. You know, I trained for it during six months, uh, from January to, uh, to 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 the 10th of July, which was the, the first day of day one. Uh, 10th July. Um, I simulate a lot, you know, uh, the swim, the bike, and and, uh, and the run. But it's always uh, the body understand that I'm I'm going I'm entering into a race mode, you know, into challenge mode. So it's always a shock, you know, when uh, when uh, when you enter into day one. So uh, day one was the most difficult day for me out of the seven because uh, shock because the water uh, temperature was not expected to be that high. And um, and I hit a lot of difficulties with uh, with the swim. Uh, temperature of the water was around 42 degrees that day, and wow. uh, not uh, anticipate it. Yes, <laughs> I do not anticipate it. And uh, uh, after 900 meters of, of of swimming, I realized that my heart rate was a bit high, and uh, I was boiling inside. Actually, I was boiling, and uh, I, 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 the impact, the effect of that boiling uh, went all along the cycling and. I start to feel better in the middle of the run after that swim, you know. So let's say around four to five hours after the swim finished. So uh, many things went into my mind, you know, into saying uh, let's let's attack day by day. Let's think about uh, hydration. Let's think about nutrition very closely, you know, because uh, it's really not that easy, you know, to cycle and ride in this heat, you know. Even today, I went out and I said to myself, man. I mean, I still don't understand how, how, how I did this, you know. Uh, today it's super hot and I, I always think about how, how I was doing these things like four or five weeks ago, you know, and um, lots of uh, lots of noise inside my mind, you know, lots of uh, this little voice telling me, uh, you know, be careful, you know, uh, it's hot or make sure this, make sure that, you know. But I really uh, have experience into this little voice talking to me, and uh, I really uh, make sure that uh, uh, it's uh, it's not bothering me that much. So that little voice was here to to create my fear to increase. The game of that challenge was to shut down this voice and go through that fear. The fear was, let's say, from zero to ten in a range of uh, seven, eight. You know. So the idea is like when you are body jumping, you know, you, you do your first body jump and you just jump, you know, and it was that that type of, of thinking, you know, just just do it, you know. Sometimes uh, on that day one, I was not knowing uh, how my body is going to react, you know, into this heat, you know. Uh, I was just looking at my heart rate. I was just watching and feeling my sensation, the body, and uh, making close attention to 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 what I'm drinking and eating. But I was really into some weird space uh, at, at, at the day one, you know, the feelings that something is going to happen, you know, something bad, you know, not an accident, <laughs> but it's not also something like I'm going to fall from the bike, but 
I never felt a disconnect between my body and my mind, never. I never felt any physiological issues, never. But some, you know, the mood, the mind mood and uh, some weird sensation like, uh, you know, when you are behind a reactor of a plane for hours of hours of hours and that heat on your face, you know, at one point you just say, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with this, you know, I'm just like, what's going on, you know? And, uh, and uh, the, the game was really to make sure that I was facing these things and, uh, and that little voice shut down and uh, going through these things and, uh, and um, you know. There's, uh, uh, there, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of people right now, and I was one of them where I, that, that voice in my head was a good person. I thought it was somebody that was protecting me that was kind of, that was that, that but he's, you want to, because I read, a, um, I was listening to, I say reading a book, I don't want to say I was reading a book, I listened to an audio book called Untethered Soul, and it was all about kind of that person in your mind is not always a good person, he's going to tell you your limitations, he's going to talk you into stopping, he's going to, he's going to tell you that this isn't good for you, um, it's not always a good thing, and, and it was funny that you said that you tried to shut that voice down, was that something that you, ha you have to learn at this level? Uh, uh, on all the challenge I went through uh, since many years now, uh, this voice is always there. On all the training, this voice is always there. Uh, for me, this voice is always putting me down. Uh, it's, uh, it's not a friend. For me, this voice is not a friend at all. It's not something like, oh, you know, my intuition's telling me, uh, blah, blah, blah. For me, this voice is always trying to put me back into my comfort zone, always. So I'm always fighting this this voice in the sense that you can keep talking, you can say whatever you want, I'm going to do it, you know? <laughs> and I, my, my, my mind at one point, maybe during day two and day or day three during this challenge, understood that it's not going to stop. So I'm talking to myself, you know, I'm not going to stop. So my mind voice telling this guy is not going to stop. So why I, sh I keep talking to that guy? This guy is not going to stop. So it was just shut down, you know, it was just shut down. And, uh, and I, after that fear and that voice shut down, this is the beauty starts, you know, this is where the new world uh, experiments oh, and my dear. challenge starts. This is where my challenge starts. I felt that on my Ford's Desert uh, crossing. I felt that during the quest while I was swimming this 9K. When I was going on the, the other side of this, of this noise, this is where... I discover and I explore my capabilities. It's like I went back to where I finished the quest. You know, I went back where I left the quest, and I opening more doors, exploring more. You know, and uh, and uh, at the end of this epic seven challenge, I I I, I know myself. Let's say 50, 60, 70 percent more instead of oh. maybe 20 percent, like maybe the average of people. I believe that we all have capabilities. It's just that. We don't use them, you know, at all. You know, this this society is um, is so designed around, you know, uh, technology. Everything is at the click of, uh, you know, finger, finger, <laughs> finger yeah, yeah. Uh, We don't move anymore. We don't push ourselves. You know, uh, I did the quest, you know, because I could have done it, you know, in, in winter. I, I could have done it all night, you know. No, I personally, uh, you know, try to make it into the heat, you know. I was in fear of it, you know, I was fear just a bit, you know, not in fear like usually, but in fear in the sense like, man, 
uh, I train for it, but there is some weird space, weird areas where honestly it's uh, it's uh, it's quite it's quite special. You know, when you are riding and you look at the bike computer, it's, it's showing you 52, 54.6, you know, degrees, and uh, your heart rate is still low, and you wonder how my heart rate is low. You know, I know that if it's low because I drink correctly, you know, but still, you know. There is still some some signs that uh, something is is going uh, strangely in this in this space. You know, I explore. You know, um, not something like uh, a sports challenge. It was it was a mind challenge. It was uh, yeah. it was more in the head. You know, the game was not about about the body. I prepared the body for six months. You know, I know my body and my coach putting this together. Uh, I was ready for it. You know, I was ready to do three four triathlon consecutively, but seven. With that heat, uh, this is where the, the, the game was, uh, you know, unknown, you know. Just that information that you've said there about how you shut that voice down is going to help so many people because that's the voice that everybody struggles with. It's yeah. like it is shutting that voice down and it's believing in your, yourself that you can do it instead of listening to him. And he will go, like you said, he will go away if he just keeps on seeing you doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's definitely going away. But, you know, to, to grow, you have to suffer. I mean, this is my, my, uh, my, uh, my philosophy. For me, uh, uh, I came from, um, you know, a difficult background. And uh, to grow, you have to suffer. That's my, uh, my opinion. Um, it's not, uh, I, I, I could spend my life very easy, you know, you know, things here and uh, not being uh, challenging myself and just, you know, uh, having an easy life, but uh, I I decided to go and uh, and exploring myself. In a in a way to explore myself, it took me to uh, to to make sure that you know it cannot be uh, with uh, being into the comfort zone. You know, for me, you have to you have to suffer. You have to put yourself into pain and suffering. It's there is no other way. You know, there is no other way. And uh, through that. Uh, by, uh, by uh, you know, experimenting it, you know, going through the training through it. And like today, I, I bike one hour, 45 minutes. It was super hot. And uh, I felt after 15 minutes, I felt, I felt okay. I felt okay because uh, I enjoy, you know, the nature. I enjoy the, the, the body, uh, the position on the bike, you know. Uh, I was happy, you know. Uh, it's all about how you design this thought coming to your mind. If you if you still saying to yourself it's hot it's hot it's hot, man you are not going to do anything. If you say to yourself it's hot, what you can do to manage this heat? You can pour water on yourself. You can drink. You can uh, you can think about oh I'm going to finish that and have a nice breakfast. You can think about uh, I'm going to nap after that. You know maybe this this helps. Uh, that can that can be some tools. You know but if you if you go through it, I can guarantee you that after 15 minutes, uh, you are into emotion and the body understand that it's okay. It's not going to stop. So I will just shut down, bike myself. And, uh, you know, the most important conversation, it's not, it's not the one that you are having uh, with your friends or, you know, uh, at work. It's the one you are having with yourself. That's the most important conversation on a daily basis. And that's the one that, if you talk to yourself in a way that you don't give any room to that, to that, to that voice, and 
you make understand to that voice that you are in control of your mind and not that voice controlling you. Trust me, this is where the, the beauty and the, 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 this new world starts, you know? So this is where you discover that you have capabilities and you can do things and you can set up goals and you can, uh, you, can uh, you know, anticipate things into your life. And, uh, you know, if you set up to have, uh, to do your first uh, 500 meter swim or uh, your first uh, five kilometer run, you can set this up, you know, by buying the shoes, uh, putting uh, environment around you, uh, around, uh, around, around, around running, you know, if you, if you go for a 5K run, uh, buying the shoes, buying the equipment, forget technology, forget listening to music, you know, this is noise. All these things are noise. Set up yourself, uh, be alone. This is very important. Be alone. I, I really trust the group, uh, group force, you know, and being part of a community. But what works for me is to be alone, you know, it's to be alone and time to time go for some, uh, some group, you know, seeing some friends, you know, uh, catching up with them, getting some news. But for me, I, I, I discover myself more by being alone. And there is another reason also because I have my own trainings, you know, and uh, my own sets of things to do and uh, challenge to set up. So uh, I make sure that I'm really discussing to myself being alone, you know, it's, it's very important. Uh, and, uh, you know, you just, you just try, you just uh, hit uh, the first uh, 1K and you will discover, yes, it's hot, you know, it's, uh, it's gonna be difficult. Uh, and then at, at this point you say, I'm going to stop or I'm going to continue. What people decide to do, this is that fraction of second, you know, this is just one second, only one second. This is where you decide I'm going to continue or I'm going to stop. So if you're going to continue, there is one thing that you need to realize is that it's not going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy, sorry. It's going to be difficult. So uh, are you, the big question is, are you ready to go into a war against yourself? Uh, are you uh, ready to have pain and suffering because there's going to be pain, you know? If you have never run, you are going to have pain. If I go for a 250K challenge, I'm going to have pain for sure, you know? So uh, am I ready for this, you know? Uh, am I ready for, uh, for that moment of my knee is going to feel like, uh, you know, moving strangely or my mind is going to, to shut me down, you know, and say, you are not capable of doing this, you know? Am I ready for this, for this fraction of second? If you say to yourself, I'm ready to, to, to meet this moment, this is where, when you pass it, this is where you are going to, to go into the other side of that and uh, be literally, literally, I think, unstoppable, you know, unstoppable. And you do this 500 meter, you know, or this 5K, and then the next time you do 10K or 20K, you know, whatever. So let's go back to your journey. You've come to the end of the first day, okay? Yeah. You've got parts of your body you're feeling. You know that you've got to do this another six more days. What were you feeling after you finished the first day? Uh, on the first day, I had uh, two seconds of uh, of thinking uh, to uh, to uh, to stop it. On day one, uh, in the middle of the bike, uh, I had two seconds of thinking to uh, stop stop there because it's it's crazy, you know. Uh, but I cannot remember very in detail. But I I I, I was uh, I was down and I was not being able to hang on anything in my mind, you know. And something happened. I think. 
a throat. I still cannot remember what was that throat, you know? And that throat took me up like a ladder, you know? I, I was grabbing that throat and I went out of that. And let's say 10 seconds after I was back to it, you know, something like this, but it's very, <laughs> very small, small time, like two seconds. Uh, I mean, day two, day three, I mean, day two, I was definitely getting the lessons of day one. So day two, uh, making sure I sleep well, I, I drink, okay. But something happened on day two is that I wake up with lack of appetite, you know, um, I was not able to eat uh, anything. So I think that was the effect of the heat on day one and uh, maybe my body understanding that I'm going to do it again. So think about that. I want to eat, I'm hungry, but my mind controlling myself saying, no, I'm not going to allow you to eat because I want to keep this energy into focusing, protecting myself, you know, my body, you know? So I, I was, <laughs> I remember I was in front of the spoon eating some, some oats or something, maybe, one spoon and after that nothing else you know and i was thinking man i have to do a, a 70.3 uh, ironman distance triathlon on day two and i cannot heat you know it's very important to heat uh, i cannot fuel myself correctly it's gonna be tricky <laughs> you know so yeah. i say let's give it let's give it a chance to the swim uh, maybe after the swim, generally when I swim, I, I'm, I'm hungry a bit after the swim, you know, this appetite comes there, but I was already thinking the water is hot, you know, and all these things. And again, you know, same story, this voice is coming up again, you know, and uh, in general, uh, I felt that after the swim, day two, day three, I was getting a bit of appetite and I, I was taking that, that luck and that opportunity to get some, uh, things, some mango or coconut water over there, you know, and uh, get anything I can uh, as, as a fuel, you know, into my mouth and, and uh, get something there. But, but uh, it's very strange how the body uh, know that you are going for uh, seven days. He knew, he knew that already. And uh, how the body trick you into certain ways to, first of all, make you stop. And when the body, uh, when the mind understand that it's not going to stop, it try to find other ways, you know, to put you into uh, difficulties, like, like lack of appetite, injuries, uh, pain, you know, type of things, you know, always, always, this is just, this is just crazy, you know, I was saying to myself, you're not never going to let me, let me, let, let me being happy in this challenge or what, never, you know, <laughs> I think I felt a bit of happiness in day, day five, I think, day five, day six, day seven was the last day, you know, you wake up and you say, I did six, you know, so let's go day seven, <laughs> it's fine. But I felt a bit of appetite on day, yeah, this, uh, sorry, bit of happiness on days five and six. Um, something happened to me also on day three, I think. I was heading to the, to the swing, uh, nine, 9.30, and I was a bit crying in the car. You know, I was crying in the car in the sense that, uh, damn, I was not crying in the, I was in fear of doing it again, you know. I was crying in the, I cannot control my body and my emotion, you know. I was uh, in such uh, such deep cave, you know, in the sense that, again, you know, the mind is trying to trick you, to put you into a situation that challenges you, you know, is challenging you all the time, putting you there, making you think about you can, you are not capable to do it, you know. I knew that I was trained. I knew that my body was was ready. So always, what happening is that I was moving, my legs was moving, but. Sometimes my mind and my body was not in sync, you know, I was disconnected by a few seconds, you know, because uh, I was, I was always making sure that this voice was not uh, 
taking the, the control of myself, you know, I was always taking the control of that voice. So it's, let's say my body was on the bike or swimming or running and I was, the body itself was moving, you know, uh, the bike was pushing the, the pedal, but I was working on my mind. So in, in the, in the, in, in, to the point that I was not remembering what I was doing on the bike, like eating or drinking. Sometimes I was forgetting what time do I drink? What time do I eat? Because I need you know, to, to drink and eat with a certain frequency every seven or 10 minutes, you know, especially. And uh, I was forgetting that time. Oh man, I cannot remember this thing because I was so much focused on my mind, making sure that this voice was not uh, taking the control, you know? So yeah. just, just, to, just to, to say really that, 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 that uh, even with my, with my experience, you know, that voice is always there. Honestly, that voice is always there. So. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Well, I, I know that you had a, a, a bit of a hiccup on the um, on the, the third day where you got stung by something. Mm. Oh yeah, you know another 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 bad luck. Yeah, I was um, I was swimming and I knew there was jellyfish, you know, in, in the sea. Uh, of course, we decided to go for open sea water, which is uh, much uh, difficult than pool. And um, I could have done this in a small pool with a rope, you know, and uh, go for the bike, but no. Well, we were lucky that uh, this Semisma Beach, North Beach was open. So I was swimming and uh, I, I, generally uh, the jellyfish are on the bottom, you know, I can see them, you know, so I just uh, swim on top of them and it's okay. But that one, uh, that day, a jellyfish was, um, I, I think I was just, you know, watching on my right and, uh, you know, some making sure nothing is there because I, I faced a few months ago uh, uh, an issue with a shark in the north of Qatar. I was swimming yeah. in the open sea. Yeah, I, I faced, I met two sharks there and uh, I was 20 minutes far from the shore and I was swimming, swimming very fast and that, I got a bad, bad experience with this. So I know in Semisma I was close to the, close to the shore, but you know, uh, this reflex and all these things are always coming up, you know. Oh, oh, oh. So, I'm always scanning uh, the area where I'm swimming. So, and that that day, uh, this jellyfish was not on the bottom, but it was in the middle of the of the level deep, you know, of water. And I see it in the last moment. So I was able to move my body, the left side, in order to 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 to, to let it go through my body on that side. But fortunately, it hit my my feet, you know. So, uh, and I felt it when it hit my feet. Like what's uh, like being stung by a jellyfish? I've never, I've never kind of, um, I've never. I, I get stung by, by jellyfish in Caribbean. Uh, it was really a nightmare, honestly. But, uh, but this one was, uh, was, let's say, a pain between six, seven out of 10, you know? And uh, most difficult is that I have to wear bike shoes after that. So bike shoes with a, with a feet a bit swelling, you know? <laughs> so, uh, I just wear my bike shoes and, uh, you know, the scratch was open and I, uh, I knew that if I get some blood flow uh, circulating into my body, that maybe will help, you know, I pour a bit of um, grapefruit seeds on it, you know, that was having with me and, uh, and uh, water and try to manage like this. Again, same story, shut down the voice in your mind and go through the pain and, uh, you know, in this, in these cases, you know, I'll use a lot of experience that I have from the quest or the, the deserts in in Chile, Atacama. I, have, I was having the same issue over there, so um, I just use experience to go through these things. And uh, when you have experience, you know, into that, you just say, 
oh, I know, I know how to do and deal with these things. I know it's painful that I'm going to go through that. So it's just something that you have to manage. But I, are you accepting the pain? Are you willing to live with the pain? That's the question. Always, it's always the same question. Otherwise, you stop. Uh, or you continue with the pain uh, and the pain at one point will disappear. And I believe that the pain disappear in this case with the blood flow in the middle of the, middle of the bike uh, and the blood flow circulating through the body, maybe the, my, uh, I don't know, immune system or system that detoxify the blood, you know, works good. And uh, uh, I, felt, I felt better at the end of the bike and ready for, for the run. Yeah. So you were swimming on open sea, you were cycling on roads, Give us an understanding about the terrain where you're running, because you don't run on just roads. You're running on the, on, in the desert, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the road was the Alcordoha road, the big loop, this highway, uh, back to Semisma, and I was doing a small three loops in Lucille circuits over there. And uh, no, the, the road, the running road, yeah, definitely not on this uh, asphalt, you know, road. Uh, I, I decided to run into the desert just to... To, to get it uh, as a Qatari test, you know, because the country is, is, is this. So, uh, and I really believe that the uh, triathlon run should not be into a concrete here or road. It should be in the desert, you know. Uh, it's definitely more tricky. Uh, it's uh, soft terrain, there is rocks, you know, it's tricky. You always have to look on the ground, making sure that you hit the ground in a certain way. Think about your running form, you know, the technique over there. and. Uh, it's different and uh, you are in nature you know you are in nature um uh i this is for me desert is nature you you listen to birds you meet uh, i meet many foxes you know fox uh, into the desert here or uh, you know insects and uh, you, you you have many noise around and you feel happy it's like for me running into the forest you know in europe sometimes you know so when I hear that there is not nature here, there is plenty of nature in this country. Yeah. You just need to go out and uh, can run in the mangroves over there. You can run along the sea in the fisherman village and see the, 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 the algae there or, you know, trees over there. This is huge, you know, this is uh, really amazing. And, uh, and uh, nature allowed me here really to, to be connected with myself and, uh, and be happy and, you know, so, but yeah, the run was on the, uh, on the desert and, uh, we were trying to hit the Alcor Stadium uh, for the World Cup over there and uh, coming back here. Yeah. Uh, a mix of terrain. It was really, really good. Honestly, it was. So what was it like? And, and I, I want to touch on another subject because you've mentioned it quite a few few times. And I've seen some of your posts on because I, I follow you on Facebook. Um, you're into the food site. You, you show us a lot of um, your, your food that you're eating. Um, how yeah. important was that? It's like, and what was the type of food that you were eating or what was sustaining you through that, that amazing period? Um, uh, in general, um, I used to, uh, I'm used to, to hit like um, on the swim, you cannot hit, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, before, uh, basically a nice breakfast around uh, 800 calorie. Um, it depends on your diet uh, in general, but uh, with my lack of appetite, I was not able to hit anything. I mean, this is due to my physiological condition and, you know, maybe the heat, definitely the heat. But uh, I was um, managing between uh, some mango. I was eating mango. I was eating, uh, uh, let's say, one mango uh, after the swim and then uh, a bit of, uh, let's say, half cup of orange juice 
uh, after the swim. Then before the bike, uh, uh, let's say a cup of coconut water. Uh, during the bike, uh, a mix of uh, uh, peanut butter, uh, almond butter, uh, and uh, water, basically. Uh, water with salt, because uh, um, I lose, uh, all of us, we lose a lot of minerals during the, during the sweating process. So that's why you see some trace, like white uh, trace here. This is salt. So I just yep. need to, you just need to refurbish, uh, I mean, get back some salt through your, uh, through your water. Um, I was allowing myself in the middle of the bike, a uh, uh, few minutes break to have uh, fuel there like uh, hummus, uh, let's say two, two, three tablespoons of, of hummus. Uh, I was finishing my mango, uh, <laughs> half mango on the other side there. Uh, half, half liter of coconut water there also and re-engaging it to the bike. And on the run, uh, basically, uh, I was not eating nothing there on the run. I was just drinking a lot because uh, uh, because of the humidity, taking a lot, you know, after the heat of the sun, uh, the point was to manage the humidity. It was a high humidity week at uh, that time, I remember. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, maybe halfway of the run, maybe a bit of, uh, a bit of something uh, like to, sh to, to have a uh, chewing something, you know, into the mouth, you know, something like, uh, you know, very light stuff, you know, like uh, maybe an apple, half apple or something. So not, uh, your friend, he was telling us about his, the, the, the food side of things was his enjoyment. He was, yeah. that was how he was t timing things and when he was looking for, looking forward to that next surprise. And yeah. that was what one of his motivators was. So when you got back, did you did you just get what was your favorite meal when you finished the the, the days? Did you have something um, specific? Yeah, pasta, pasta, right. uh, just just pasta as it is with uh, with some tomato sauce, you know, type of thing. Chickpea pasta, lentil pasta. I'm not ah. eating meat. So I'm vegan, so you know, I'm not eating any protein from meat or stuff, you know. So uh, spirulina, stuff like this, algae, you know, chlorella maca powder type of things, you know, type of superfoods there, we call it superfoods, but it's just high, high quality food, you know, nothing that complicated, you know, but just high quality food. And uh, that's something, you know, the heat, that's something that you cannot anticipate the impact of the heat into the body uh, as a, as a, as a, into the fuel was, was huge, you know, it's much, it was much easier to, to get liquid instead of solid things, you know, so yeah. liquid like coconut water or, or water itself was much easier, you know, than, uh, than, than, than fuel. That's something that I was not knowing the impact of the heat into the solid foods, but um, I, I was making, I was really happy when I was coming back home and get that solid foods, you know, a plate of spinach with, uh, with pasta there. And uh, yeah. just yeah. making sure that, uh, just making sure I was not, um, I was eating something, you know, and not not into quantity, but it was really quality, quality food, uh, and uh, not huge uh, calorie like uh, like crazy, maybe five six hundred calorie there. And uh, uh, thinking about uh, making sure that you don't feed yourself too much, make sure that you are allowed allowing yourself to get appetite the next day, you know. So and sleeping a lot, you know, sleeping was a huge part of it, you know, like uh, making sure that I have my eight to nine hours of sleep. Uh, before each day and uh, and uh, getting ready, you know the mood on day day three, that day where I was a bit of uh, emotion on the car, you know the mood was uh, like uh, 
I was, I mean, I was sitting on the, <laughs> just sitting on my bed, just putting my feet on the ground and uh, say, man, again and again and again, <laughs> again. That was, uh, yeah, I went some, through some low, low moment, you know, but it's part of it, you know. Um, I was not, you know, jumping uh, on the ground and uh, let's go. And uh, uh, I was really, from, from the moment you wake up, you are really looking for resources, you know, into uh, making sure that you are moving, you are keeping that momentum and making sure that you are engaging yourself, engage yourself all the time, you know, engage yourself into, prepare yourself, do not lose track, you know, focus. It was a constant focus. The only, let's say, time when I was uh, allowing myself to, to shut down, you know, and uh, taking it a bit easy was uh, when I was finishing, uh, driving back home, having a, a massage, you know, 45 minutes, one hour massage there and the heating. And then by the time I go to bed, you know, boom, the, the, the mindset get back again and uh, being ready for the next day, you know. I was having maybe two hours of, of, of easy time, you know, uh, in a day, two hours only. How did you cope with each day? How did you cope with the pain from the day before? So the recovery, because you would normally give yourself, yourself a recovery after doing a race like just the one, but you were doing seven. How did you actually deal with the recovery side of things? You said a massage, but there must have been so much pain that you were feeling. Yeah, uh, my, my therapist told me, he did not say that to me during the, the challenge, but he told me that after the challenge, not to make me think about it too much, you know, but he told me that my, uh, my joints, ligaments, muscles, they were getting tight and tight and tighter each day, you know, uh, to the point of day six or seven, he, he told me he never saw such tight muscles, you know, he tried to release whatever he can, you know, but uh, he felt that it's getting harder and harder and harder. So massage was part of it, definitely. It's trying to release and get some blood flow there. And uh, I was using also ice, uh, ice water uh, therapy, uh, submerging my body into the neck here to the, to the, to the ice water. Uh, it's a bit tricky if you don't pay attention on doing it very seriously and uh, carefully uh, because uh, it, can it can shut you down in the sense that, you know, it's like a shock. It should not be like a shock. It should be like... A, like a, like a recovery process, so you have you have to submerge yourself very very gently, you know, and uh, very um, you know, in taking time, you know, to allow yeah. your your body to to acclimate, and uh, sleep sleep definitely sleep, you know, sleep is a huge part of it. Definitely sleep. That's, and, uh, and, yeah. that's going to be really important for people to understand because it it's like sleep is. Sometimes you feel guilty for taking too much sleep sometimes, but if your body needs it, it's that recovery. Yeah, I think sleeps allow me, of course, to recover, but sleeps allow the body digest the day during the sleep in a way that uh, in the, during the sleep, the body rushes like a puzzle, all these elements, and, uh, and put myself into the mode that you have the experience of day one. The body yeah. had the experience of day two, day three, day four, you know. So each yep. day when I was waking up, uh, the the repair process, physiological repair process was was made during the, the, the sleep. But uh, there was also a mind, you know, puzzling, ongoing into the into the sleep. Uh, definitely, I felt that when I was waking up, I was uh, I was uh, sharp sometimes. I was uh, 
Uh, I, was, I was looking for some resources to set up my mind in certain way there. And um, also the heat, uh, you know, my body was getting hot and hot each day, you know. So yeah. during uh, day, day three, day four, I, I struggled a lot on cooling down my body. My body was hot under the AC and, you know, when you have a, a day at the beach and uh, when you go home and during a holiday, you go back home and you have that feeling of your body is super hot everywhere, you know. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not um, you, have a, you have a burn, you know, but your body cannot cool down, you know. I, I got that on day two and day three. So I focus a lot on uh, getting sunscreen and, you know, using the correct sunscreen on day four, day five. Yeah. So I was getting better. And, uh, you know, Passing through all these things, uh, day five, six, and seven, they were getting much easier, much easier, yeah. Uh, because I get used to all the difficulties, and uh, honestly, uh, the the mind was not putting any more difficulties in front of me. I was, uh, I was, I was telling, okay, I'm ready. Just, just put anything you want. I'm ready. Okay, what's the next difficulty you are going to to put on, on me? What's the next? You know, I'm ready. Just throw. It's like. Uh, you, I train for life. I train for this challenge. It's not to, to challenge myself from doing seven or a man. It's to challenge myself into my life, into, into uh, any, any bad news that will come into my life and I would be ready for it, you know. Uh, you receive that phone call sometimes and the bad news come, I will not fall apart, you know. I'm, I'm strong. I'm, I'm, I'm setting up my mind into being ready for such bad news coming up. It's not about sport. It's about life. It's about uh, it's about mindset. It's about uh, you know. It's about being ready for anything that life throws at you. That's another such an important factor because it is you and and just through this COVID period right now, is it that you? I when people say, look, there's people losing their lives and it's a really tough time. I I understand all of those things, but what are you gonna? Because most of us at my age, especially, I look back on my life. And it's not always the happy times I've seen, it's the times that was tough that I appreciate and I, I, I take most satisfaction out of because I got through those hardships. And it's those are the times that I look back on and with more fondness because those were the things that, that I went, I pushed myself through. And, and that's, I think, the, the period that I've gone through here where I've, I've, I've pushed myself continually through this process. And it's true what you said. If you keep on using sport, is that 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 one that's going to um, motivate you? It does. You can get through anything. I think you can. I think nothing that you you can't achieve out there. And you're you're just an ex a true example. Coming to your last one, you said just now that the the feelings that you had, there was nothing that was going to stop you. What was it like on the last day and the last moments of your challenge? Mm. Wow, and that was. Uh... I mean, there is definitely uh, an enjoyment over there, you know. Uh, I was, uh, I was really happy, you know. I was just like, like, uh, like, uh, like a kid, you know. It's like a kid. It's, it's that simple, you know. There is nothing, uh, nothing uh, complicated, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just destroyed, you know. My body is tired. Uh, I remember at the end, I was walking like a guy drunk, you know, <laughs> who, who was just like. Uh, uh, left and right, and I, I cannot control my body anymore. But, but no, I mean, definitely uh, um, um, not uh, satisfa self-satisfaction, just unhappiness of, uh, of uh, accomplishment, you know, uh, something like, uh, you know, I was not being uh, 
thinking that I can make it and I, and I made it, you know. Uh, and um, I was also having a sense of, uh, of uh, you know, watching myself uh, when I was kids sometimes, all this fraud, you know, that uh, uh, it's like, you know, you, you, you do a reward into your mind and you, you watch yourself kids, you watch yourself five years ago. Five years ago, man, I was not doing all these things. You know, I was, I was on the couch watching TV, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, so it was anything is possible. You know, you can, as long as you set up your mind, it's, anything is possible, but you need to be ready to, to have pain and suffering. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm also, you know, the, the community around, uh, the guys with me pushing me and uh, making sure that I'm, I'm, I'm getting all the needs that I have, uh, all the things that I need, you know, it was, uh, it was, yeah, just amazing. You have such a camaraderie out there in, and this is for Qatar. They, they've, you've got such a community from a running and fitness perspective. It's like Nazaruddin, I've mentioned just one, Nazaruddin, yourself. It's like you all go out there and you're all trying to push that bar. You're trying to push it higher. And I'm surprised you didn't tell me that, that on the last day you were thinking about your next competition where you're going to push, push yourself five times as more. You know, I know that's going to be with you. I know this, that's already going through your mind right now. But I know that you're doing it with others. I know that the camaraderie was, must have been tremendous. I saw you go out the other night. I saw it on Facebook. And it must have been special to, to be able to pay those people back to say, look, thanks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. I told them we got a nice dinner a few days ago. And uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, uh, when we are going to, to, to die and all these things, you know, at the end of the day, what's going to, to rest? Memories, you know, time. It's not about I did this, I did that, or I win a race, or I finish first or last or whatever, you know. As long as you did it, you know, as long as you enjoy the process, as long as you made sure that you went down and up and you grow from all these things and, uh, and, uh, and you make it as, as an individual and you also make it by exchanging uh, vibes with, uh, with the other uh, athletes, you know, you exchange experience. It's not about numbers, my heart rate beat this one or this one. It's not about this, it's about enjoyment. It's about that, that feeling when you run high or that feeling when you swim and you feel like you forget all your issues or, or you think about, oh, I'm going to deal this in my, uh, in my life. I'm going to tackle this challenge or face that, uh, that responsibility that I have to, to do. You are a better human being, you know, or, uh, you know, it's about getting things from these guys, getting, they get from me and I get from them. And uh, we exchange, uh, we exchange smiles, you know, and we exchange uh, growth together, you know, Energies. It's all about. It's all about energies and vibes and positive things and uh, all the rest is just gadget. You know, all the rest is just uh, noise. You know, um, you know all this technology. Stuff. Hisham, I had I had um, Nazaruddin on the the show the other week and we were talking about his his tremendous effort from the, the top of um, Qatar all the way to the bottom, and he told Amazing. us a story on the show. He told us a story on the show, and he said that, that there was a time that he thought about kind of stopping or taking a rest and it was a question of how much rest did he take and you whispered in his ear or said something to him to say if you don't get back up and start you ain't gonna do it if you don't get back up now if you don't get back running again it's the end and it was like and he said uh, he was really complimentary about that was the one that pushed him on 
I know that you're an inspiration to so many people out there. And the, the great thing about it is you're all inspirations to one another. And it was such a great story that he came out with that you were there for him in the support team. Um, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's 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 definite sign we are just human beings, you know. We are not uh, we are not uh, exceptional. We are not uh, amazing, you know. We are just human beings working ourselves each day uh, into this pain and suffering. He's training hard, he's doing things also. Many, many individuals as human beings are training hard. And that's a sign of being human being, you allow yourself to be down. And at that time, he was down and uh, I was there. And uh, we just connect at that fraction of seconds where you decide to say, oh man, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to continue. You know, I was there and uh, he was probably able to hang on something on maybe a smile or maybe a eye contact, you know, this fraction of second. And then from there, it's just back on. And uh, yeah, it happens to me on the, on the, on the epic seven challenge, you know, uh, I think during day, day six or yeah, day five or six, I remember I was, I was also down, not like day one, but I was at one point down and, uh, you know, watching, watching these guys around me, uh, you know, coming from Doha, uh, with their family sometimes and uh, running with me, I, I say, man, no, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm, I'm suffering, I have pain, you know, I've, I've, I was having an injury on my left feet at that time, and uh, I just went through it, I cannot let them down, because, because no, but it's a sign also that you, we are, we are human beings, you know, we are, we are human beings, we are not exceptional, so anybody can do that, anybody can do that as long as you train, so I just want to say that let's not look after excuses, you know. We can all make a difference. We can all make a difference in the sense that if you set up a goal, reasonable goal, you know, and then you gradually ramp up to things different, you know. If you set up a goal and you are serious into it, uh, happy into it, uh, you know, building into it, being happy, understand the, the process, uh, making sure that you are healthy and injury free, I mean, this is where the growth is, you know? The growth is not doing the challenge or the, the race. The growth is the training, you know? The growth is the... I, I've, I've, I've got those moments where I've got the, the hairs on the back of my, my neck standing up on end, you, you saying that, Hisham. I am so honoured that you've come on the show, and I'm, I'm so glad that the show's ended virtually ended on, on you saying exactly that. And I just want to reiterate where, where what you said more than anything else. Well, I, I loved all the stories. But it's where you said that, that sometimes it could be just a smile. It could be just the kind of, come on, you can do it. That could mean make the whole difference, right? That can, that's, that's between success and failure sometimes. And I'm so glad and I'm so proud to know you. As, and and I, I do call you as my friend because I'm so glad to know people like you, you are out there because you are one of those. You're one of those that are making a difference in a huge, huge way. And I do congratulate you. I can't wait to see your next event and I can't wait to have you back on the show again. It's like, it's been tremendous having you on there. And I know everybody's going to be rooting for you now and they're going to be in there for listening to, to yourself, to everything that you're giving out. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been an absolute privilege. You're, you're a top, top man. And thank you for all your messages. Thank you for having me, Steve. It was a pleasure. And it's always a, it's always a, a great uh, opportunity to share experience and uh, 
maybe uh, inspire probably other other young generation, especially the young generation into this uh, Qatar community. Definitely, that's something are, I take very seriously here. Definitely, you're an inspiration. Let me tell you, you're an inspiration. I love your stories, and I know that everybody else will be loving your story too, because the messages you gave are just are just brilliant. They they're brilliant. Just listen to just listen to those things. Listen to how you got on just because everybody's going to go through at one stage. And it's that voice in the mind that's going to shut him down, as you said, shut that voice down in your mind. It's like you can do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we are, as human beings, we can do anything. Yeah. Hisham, thank you so much for coming on the show. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us this, this week. It's been a tremendous weekend, and we've, we've capped it off with Hisham. Hisham, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been brilliant. Thank you. My pleasure, Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for everybody for listening. See you next week.